0: YouTube is set to add another of TV's core features, fast linear channels. And the move should make everyone in the streaming TV ecosystem sit up and pay close attention. Listen on to find out why. This is Endscreen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at Endscreen Media. And today is January 19th, 2023. One of the biggest holes in the YouTube experience has been the absence of linear channels. The omission seems strange given the success of services like Pluto TV, Samsung TV Plus and Vizio's Watch Free. Well, it looks like YouTube is going to fill the gap in its offering. But before we get to that. Are you using the trackers feature on the end screen media website? Each tracker pulls together the latest data on the streaming media industry, making it easy for you to very easily grasp what's going on in a quick three minute read. You'll find trackers for industry leaders like Netflix, Roku and Comcast. And we've just added Disney direct to consumer services to the list. You'll also find industry overviews covering the most recent data for traditional pay TV and the US TV industry. And if you'd like to sponsor the trackers feature, send an email to sales at nscreenmedia.com. Okay, back to our main story. The Wall Street Journal says that YouTube is running a trial of fast linear channels. Uh, just a reminder, fast linear channels are free ad supported streaming TV and it's in a linear format. So you probably know this through through companies like Pluto TV, which specializes in those channels, although it does also have on demand content. So anyway, YouTube is running a trial of fast linear channels and it's working with Providers like Lionsgate Entertainment Corp., AE Network, Cinedime, and Filmrise to deliver these channels to a small set of users. And they're apparently looking to see how well those users accept the channels. Uh, and as part of the deal, apparently somebody close to the deal says that they are proposing ad splits that basically mirror the way YouTube currently works with creators. That is, 45% goes to YouTube and 55% goes to the creator. So they're looking to mirror that with the TV providers and with the providers of the channels in this fast linear service. Now I have to say, I think it makes a lot of sense for YouTube to have free linear channels and particularly channels populated by TV style content rather than the UGC fair that is the bread and butter of the site. And I've sort of pulled together five reasons why I think it's a a really good idea for YouTube to do this. The first is pretty simple. Linear isn't dead. Uh, People thought that in the change to on-demand viewing and SVOD services that linear television would just sort of die. Well, it turns out it hasn't died. It has grown in popularity. Uh, According to data from Hub Entertainment Research, 65% of folks are watching fast services. And services that focus on linear format, like Pluto TV, are very, very popular. Uh, For example, back in Q2 of 2022, TiVo says that 17% of people were watching Pluto TV and 11% were watching Samsung TV Plus, another service that focuses very much on linear linear channels. So these are very, very popular. I have no doubt over the last six months that Pluto and Samsung TV Plus have become more popular, not less popular, uh, as a lot more people seem to be watching those linear channels. So that's the first reason they're just... The linear format is very durable and is working very well in the online world just as it has in traditional TV. The second reason is that well, YouTube is already working with TV producers. They're working with folks like Paramount Plus, Showtime, Stars, AMC, etc., for their new feature called Primetime Channels. YouTube, as you may remember, has become reselling SVOD services in the same way that Amazon channels does and the Roku channel does. So they're already partnering with these providers, with TV providers, so it would be very easy for them to extend that relationship to get some free content in channels. And this is exactly what Roku has done in the past with the Roku channel as part of the negotiations to get on the Roku channel on that platform. Roku negotiates for free content in both the on-demand and linear formats to help drive people into the Roku channel. So I see absolutely no reason why YouTube shouldn't do exactly the same thing. And there's another bonus with working with TV providers specifically rather than UGC providers for these linear channels, these fast linear channels, and that is it is premium content. Uh, And in the past, YouTube has had a lot of problems with content being placed against non-premium and that's driven down CPMs for the content. Well, this would very clearly be TV quality content and so would hopefully help drive higher CPMs than YouTube typically gets for its regular UGC type content. So that's my second reason. The third reason it already has all the infrastructure it needs to deliver. It really needs nothing extra. Of course, it is an expert in ad sales, but it has full video management, encoding, live streaming, recommendations, uh, channel management, your channel subscriber management. It has really all of the pieces it needs, I think, to deliver a very effective experience to consumers and to do all the work it needs to support the providers of the content in delivering those channels so i think it won't be a big stretch at all neither technically or from the standpoint of the business side for them to work with television providers and with providers to deliver fast linear channels my fourth reason well quite simply there is no app that has better reach than YouTube. Virtually everybody uses it. Last time I looked, I think it was 90% plus of folks in the US are using YouTube every single TV device has the app already installed. So there's really no barrier to to using it. And I should say every TV device also has YouTube installed and it's usually available before the fold. So you don't even have to scroll down to find it. So there really is no better app and no better service for reach than YouTube. My fifth reason, well, the linear format drives a lot of ad views. And uh, of course, YouTube is all about the ads so that they would want to do a service like this because it's going to drive a lot of ad viewership. Typically, linear viewership is very different to on-demand viewership. Very often people put a channel on maybe in the morning while they're getting ready for work and just let it play. Uh, So it would be longer viewing sessions and longer viewing sessions mean more ads seen. So it will help really drive ad views on YouTube very, very strongly. So those are my five reasons of why I think YouTube makes a lot of sense for them to do these fast linear channels and why it makes a lot of sense for their users, for them to do it and also for content providers. So there's plenty of reasons why they I think they'll fit very nicely into the ecosystem. And everyone in the fast ecosystem, I think, should be very mindful of what YouTube is doing here. The video service is already a monster. Its worldwide revenue is approaching 30 billion uh, and it is looking for new big markets to expand into. Google, I think, has been eyeing the TV market for a long time. Uh, 70 billion dollar market in the US uh, and probably double that or more worldwide. So this is a very, very big market that the company can go after. Uh, And of course, that's what everybody in the fast ecosystem today is also looking at. They know, we know that ultimately a lot of that TV, $70 billion in the U.S. will transfer over into the fast ecosystem uh, and into fast services. So the fact that YouTube is really focused on doing this and moving into this market should be a red flag. And it should be a red flag, doubly so, because YouTube is already a major force in television. I was looking at Nielsen's The Gauge data for November of 2022, and the company says that in November, 8.5% of TV viewing time was delivered by YouTube. Uh, That's 8.5% of total TV viewing time in the US in November delivered by YouTube Now, that does include YouTube TV in that viewing, so that's probably a large chunk, but you can bet plain old YouTube viewing is also playing a very big part here in the delivery of of that viewing time. And it looks like it's planning to get much bigger. Here's what it has done in the last few months to bolster its TV arsenal. The first thing is, it has the largest virtual mvpd in the us that's youtube tv the last time the company gave us any numbers it said that it had over 5 million subscribers and this was a good year ago now that it gave us this number so it could be that it is quite a bit bigger than that And this makes it much bigger than the second place finisher, which is Hulu with about 4 million. So it is the biggest virtual MVPD in the U.S. already. It has launched primetime channels. Uh, We talked about that just a little bit earlier. Uh, People can subscribe to their SVOD services. A lot of their SVOD services now directly inside of YouTube uh, so there's another key feature that I think will play very very well with television audiences and coming next year NFL Sunday ticket will be available through primetime channels to anybody that wants to subscribe to it you'll also be able to subscribe to it through YouTube TV if you would like but really you don't need a YouTube TV subscription to get NFL Sunday ticket starting next season so that is a lot of effort and a lot of money that is being thrown at the TV opportunity by YouTube and Google it's its parent company and if it adds fast channels and to be honest I can't think of a good reason why it wouldn't at this point I think it would instantly become one of the biggest providers in the business and There's one other important thing about this. I mentioned at the beginning that it had this hole and plugging it with the fast linear channels was was a good move. Well, this is one of the last pieces of the puzzle. For a large group of viewers, they can now begin to use YouTube as their default app for TV viewing. And being the default app for somebody's TV is a very powerful place to be uh, because you control the viewing experience and they'll spend a lot of time watching your content and your ads, which is exactly what YouTube would like people to do. And it really will have everything that a large group of viewers would need. It has a robust built-in search and recommendations engine, discovery. It, it's aggregating SVOD services. You can see your TVOD purchases inside of YouTube. You Obviously, you've got all of your user-generated comment, content and shorts, and it's all bound together in this seamless experience that's easy to navigate on the TV screen. That's a pretty darn complete package and for quite a lot of people, they may go into YouTube the first time they turn on their TV and they may not come out again. So this this is a very, very big play and Fast Channels, I think, is one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle that the company had missing. And that should get everyone in the streaming business to sit up and pay attention because it impacts and maybe for some threatens The very core of their business. For a rough transcript of this podcast, why don't you head over to the endscreenmedia.com website. You can find it right right there under analysis. And while you're there, why don't you sign up for the newsletter? It's free. It comes daily or weekly and will bring analysis just like this to your inbox every week or every day. This has been Colin Dixon and I'll speak with you again next time. This podcast is a production of N-Screen Media, all rights reserved.